Welcome to Return to Oz Minute, where the podcast that Monday through Friday analyzes one more minute of the 1985 classic Return to Oz. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we're joined once again for our Wednesday episode by our special guest, Megan Coleman. Welcome hey. back. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, we're halfway through this week, and we are in a very action-packed minute. This is, this is, we're going to have a lot to talk about, I feel like. This is minute 85 of Return to Oz. Hey, it was released in 1985. It's like a thing. Um, it begins with TikTok putting his plan into action, and it ends with Dorothy approaching an ornament to guess. So TikTok does guess in front of Dorothy, and poofs. I mean, first we get the ready with that fantastic echo, which I very much enjoy. And he grabs a silver cup, and then there's a flash of lightning. I guess we don't see him poof. Sorry, I was envisioning cloud of dust, and I'm now realizing, no, 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 no. It's just, they literally just, like, open a spotlight on him for a second. <laughs> no, well, it's, uh, like, Indiana Jones has traveled by map. Mm-hmm. This is the Agatha Christie, uh, dis- action happens in darkness. Yeah. And action does happen because TikTok disappears... I don't see anything new on that table. I was wondering I that went too. Nuts trying to confirm that there what that it's the same and it's the same. So apparently, when you turn into an ornament, you don't stay where you were. Like, did he want to go into the cup? Like, what? Apparently, he's <laughs> like, somewhere he else go? in this room now. So TikTok's whole plan, which we all agreed was a really good plan. It was a very but good it didn't plan. Work. So disappointing. And Dorothy is screwed. Um, <laughs> not things you usually hear said, but in this moment, it's true. Oh, Dorothy. Uh, you see our lovely Gnome King, who's getting less rock like and more human like by the bad guess. <laughs> Yeah, she looks around. She does the same thing I did, which does it <laughs> Yeah. Where is he? No, this was supposed to work. Um, and yeah, and again, we get another shot of Dorothy looking incredibly small in this giant room of objects. And then we get creepy zoom in. I do not like the Gnome King getting more human-like. He sort of looks like someone, like, his beard just reminded me of Santa Claus, but he's such the antithesis <laughs> of Santa Claus. <laughs> was it the script or somewhere that said he looked like, 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 you're calling it correctly. He was going for that look. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> no, I think it was, uh, wait, the was it Andrew book? last week who, who, who brought up Santa Claus? Oh, okay. And that uh, Fabom wrote uh, an adaptation of a Santa Claus story that had the gnome king, or another gnome king. Oh. Right, that had possibly his grandfather. Oh, yeah! Like, they're related? Yes! 
Because there were gnome king. There was gnome king and gnome king. Yeah, and Oz is. I think he wrote the Santa book, the Santa Claus story first. So Oz mm-hmm. is technic. I guess technically you could say Oz is a spinoff of this Santa story <laughs> that featured a gnome king. I don't think that's what Andrew was implying. That's so weird. But it works for me. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just bringing us bringing us to the next the next step here. Next logical conclusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I finally figured out why I always think of Clash of the Titans when I see him, and it isn't just that he starts out as a claymation figure. The uh, little wreath thing he's got going on, it, it he's very Zeusish in this movie. Yeah, if Zeus had yeah. a pipe, I and, guess. And yeah. You know what? I bet Zeus would have been totally down for that. That would not surprise me at all. Oh my god. Quick tangent on Zeus, but it's really quick because it's just um you know the, the stock photo meme? There's one where the boy is, is labeled Zeus, the girlfriend who's upset is labeled Hera, but the girl walking by is labeled literally anyone or anything. <laughs> That's my favorite. Anyway, all right, you can edit that out if it's too stupid. Um, we get a lovely, is it a smash cut? It's very startling. Um, here, Megan, have some new characters. <laughs> yeah, so um, what are these rollerblade dudes wheelers. called again? <laughs> they're wheelers, okay. Yeah, they're... <laughs> yeah. They're just... Rollerblade, like, what's are they supposed to have? Are those wings that are on them? So are they like flying monkeys, but with rollerblades and well, they is they that don't supposed to have be there? wings. They are definitely flying monkey equivalences, but they're hands and feet and in wheels that are part of their bodies. It's just. They're just think? weird. I think I think this is prefer- it sort of makes me think like whoever wrote this script at times was maybe on a little bit too much white <laughs> stuff, but you know, <laughs> like I have this genius idea. All like, their oh, really? limbs end in wheels. <laughs> All their ends end in wheels, and they can take the princess into yeah, their, you know, as a yeah. giant. Yeah, that's weird because when we first see them they are their own independent beings i don't know why the second half of the correct movie decided yeah. that they needed to be also horses yeah i mean it's just because she got mad that they let dorothy get away and so thus they're sort of doomed to this yeah at first i didn't even realize Act- that they worked for her and then they're like dorothy's she said dorothy's getting away go after her and they did so clearly they've got some sort of arrangement and they yeah. sleep on her on her doorstep, yeah. apparently. But when we first like met the wheeler, he was like, I'm not weird. taking you to her. It's terrible. I can't go there. But but you live there, sort of. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, P- Pons Mars' character here is not entirely trustworthy, uh, as true. we kind of know. He's but... a terrible person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Ponsmore is that head wheeler that you see at second 39. The one who looks up. Basically the only one whose face you ever really get a good look at. Uh, he's kind of the oh, head okay. wheeler. Um, and he's 
a performance artist and this amazing guy who basically designed I don't know how much he had to say into the look of these wheelers but also how they moved like that's why he's the head wheeler <laughs> um, and the only one that we have a name for is he the same one who earlier in the movie says that he yeah. doesn't want to go to her yeah see the he's, princess he's like, is that the same guy oh okay he's, he's as much as can be. Yeah. He's the head wheeler. He's the head wheeler. Um, Both on screen and behind the scenes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, he looks terrified and this is crazy and I don't like, I just don't understand. It's weird, more quasi Santa Claus imagery going on. Right? Because, yeah, it's It's like the sleigh, but not... Except you have an evil princess who would deliver not presents and yeah. cool to people, right? Like, she just... <laughs> she's just... She's going nuts. I mean, it's... It's very cool looking. Like, if there's one thing that you should take away about this movie, it's that it looks great. <laughs> like, the, the costuming and sets and effects and, like, even just the way she gets off the chariot is so amazing even though she's the bad guy and i also don't like that we're seeing wheeler masks in the background as she does that um but yeah this is the esteemable jean marsh who plays princess mombi and who has upped her eye makeup since last we saw her (laughs) i kind of like her even though she's evil she's a she's a very interesting now um She's funky in a different way than Dorothy is. Like Dorothy doesn't think I don't like if Dorothy doesn't really know she's funky, like Princess Moby knows she's funky, right? Like she's got a little yes. bit of a tude and she's okay with that. Well she's not letting anyone stand in her way. Um, exactly. I, I got really confused when I was rewatching this of like, by this point, does anyone even care about Mombi? Like you kind of forget she's in this movie at this point. Because we've been so wrapped up in these guessing, and we've had an emotionally traumatizing time since last we saw her, and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, you're you're here, you here, <laughs> and and you sound a little desperate with that. Tell him it's important. Just saying. Well, I mean, they they escaped from Mombi so long ago. Yeah. And all all we've seen of her since is she yelled at the wheelers. She yelled at the wheelers some more, and then. Yeah, she's using the wheelers as horses in this tunnel a couple times. You know, we've just cut into her, into mm-hmm. that scene. Yeah, we kept cutting into that scene, so I absolutely should have known that she was on her way and still had a part to play. But I'm always just like, oh, yeah. And then it goes back to Dorothy guessing. I'm like, this is what I'm emotionally invested in right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't really think about like what what's Mombi going to do like they already got to the gnome king yeah she was supposed to stop them she's way behind <laughs> the only thing you're wondering here is like do the wheelers you know do the rocks give the wheelers you know some water like Aww. do they pull out a trough <laughs> like what's the gnome king's hospitality like how does he treat the apparently only other living beings in the emerald city besides Mombi and the other heads yeah We've had this debate before. If, hmm. 
both your hands, as well as your feet, and in wheels, that's not very conducive to anything humans do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, can they take them off? No, it's part of them. Oh, it is part of them. If you want to have nightmares, Mike can tell you from the story. (laughs) So in the... So in the book, uh, the wheels are yeah, the wheels are organic, and they are made as described uh, out of the same material as your fingernails. What? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make it a doesn't whole lot of sense. How but there's also some sort of, you know, I guess bone that they rotate around. Like, I don't know. There's a lot. A lot that's weird. Yeah, because it's not like there's another animal to really base it off of, right? That has <laughs> wheels for, <laughs> for so you know, hands and feet, right? I mean, typically they have an ankle-like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Unless, I don't know. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess I guess you just have to eat like you're a horse or something. And that's... I guess. But you talk like a human, yeah. so... You, you also claim that the tree that gives you lunch pails belong to you but then how do you get thaunch pails if you have wheels for do they fall eventually you don't have opposable thumbs like (laughs) do the pails have anything in them like they do they've got like sandwiches and cake and all sorts of food in there i'm wondering because they do ripen so i wonder if like eventually the pail gets heavy enough that it falls off the tree and then they can wheel over and eat at (laughs) and sort of Stick their yeah, face in the is, pail and just sort of ideal. chow down. <laughs> well, it's not ideal. Remember, the lunch pail has that green leafy top, which Dorothy used her hands and dexterous fingers to pull open. Then she pulled out the ham sandwich, which was wrapped. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you're a wheeler, maybe you can just pull the 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 lid off with your mouth. But you're just eating like all the sandwich. With paper and everything. Yeah, to be fair, it's not like it's saran wrapped. If you could nudge no. it over, you could kind of like unfold <laughs> no, the paper but... around it. I'm, I'm just saying. It, but that's just a, more hassle yeah, that you shouldn't have to go through. Yeah, that's a lot of work if you're fully living <laughs> beings and this is your only source of nutrients. <laughs> Those poor wheelers. Well, maybe, maybe what they do is they, they go to the lunch pail tree. They pick up a whole lunch pail in their mouth using the handle that you know TikTok used. Mm-hmm. They bring it back to Mombi. One of the kinder heads, if if it's on at the time, unwraps the sandwiches, you know, puts them in like some little plates or bowls or something, and then gives it back to the wheelers and they have their little meal. I I would be very nervous to have my sustenance depend on Mombi wearing the right head. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, the wheelers bring up, the wheelers and Mombi cause a lot of questions. But they look great. (laughs) (laughs) They all look great. I should have guessed uh, the minute I saw this dress that you would be down for Princess Mombi. She's, well, yes. (laughs) Megan actually understands clothing in a way that I don't, that's beyond like, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, I'm a little fashion obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that. Yes. Uh, I love her crazy dress. And this is a different one than I think we've seen before. 
Because it looks, unless it's the same one that she was wearing when we very first met her. Because it's similar, but I don't remember. I can't tell. Yeah, I, I don't it, remember it, either. It definitely is similar, but this feels more warrior-ish. Like, like, I... Yeah, because she has, like, those feather things coming off, yeah. like her breastplate, and, you know, she's she's trying to be all, you know, she's a like, toughie. don't mess with me. Yeah. Or you can mess with me, but it's at yeah. your own peril, right? Like, just don't. Look. She's yeah. trying to intimidate you. While looking fabulous. <laughs> Rocking yeah. the uh, nude lip. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of 80s in a way, like, down, you know, it's kind of got a little 80s touch to it, which maybe isn't so 18... 80s not but so you much. Know. i have posited that princess mombi and uh david bowie could could hang out together and look fabulous but i still think david bowie would look better well <laughs> especially if you're talking david bowie from lab Labyrinth. david bowie in 1985 yes time. um <laughs> it's a good time so we leave <laughs> mombi having her uh nobody gets to see the gnome king not nobody know how moment at the gate <laughs> and we cut back to Dorothy who now has three guesses but no idea what to do so she identifies a cheese shaker and gets ready to guess or is that too fat to be a cheese shaker I don't know I'm not a good judge of these things oh that like silver green yeah. thing she touches I'm sure it's just an urn but um it's some it's kind, kind of, of urn, shaped I think. like TikTok so yeah, it's a little a little wide, but it's it's definitely if you were if you were a kid and you just lost your brass man. I I mean, I always thought there was a chance that it was TikTok or another robot. Yeah, cuz it, it is because it's that shape, right? Like I'm saying that because yeah. Mike has put up a picture of a cheese shaker and said, "Look, it looks like TikTok." So now when I see that shape, I think Oh, that looks like TikTok. But but it's kind of short yeah. and stout like yeah. TikTok is. So I think Dorothy's making a good guess. So again, it's slightly different in the script. Uh, Dorothy's first guess is uh, she touches an alabaster bowl. Oh. So. I like ours oh. better where we're like, oh, it kind of is the right shape. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is. Like, can I bring TikTok right back? Yeah. Power mm. move there. <laughs> the gnome, the gnome king didn't even <laughs> say that they could rescue each other. He only said about Scarecrow. Did TikTok assume that if Dorothy saw what he transformed into, she'd immediately bring him back? Well, the oh. the plan was that she would see what he turned into, and that would help her guess. Yeah. So, like, if she had seen, like, if this had been on the floor where TikTok was standing, she would know, okay, well, the scarecrow was turned into an object that is kind of the same shape as him. So maybe he's one of these, like, statues, or you know, like, I need to look for a statue with a crown on it or something like that. Um, and and I, I'm sure TikTok believed that she would restore him eventually, but I, I think the, the plan was... To help figure out what the scarecrow was. But yeah, I wonder if she had found one of the people. Yeah. Again, the the contract rules of this game were not clearly spelled out before this started. 
Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're signing a contract, you should really look that over more carefully than being like, yes, I'd be willing to risk something to get the scarecrow back. Hmm. Yeah. Dorothy, uh, despite the counsel of TikTok and Jack that he's a powerful magician and there's no reason he couldn't have transformed them already, maybe should have gotten a few more details. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she had time to ask. I don't know. I guess, I guess the moment's passed. She's in too deep now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's, she's getting ready to make her first guess. And if you want to see what happens, I mean, I think we've kind of implied that this probably isn't TikTok from the way we're talking about it. Um, <laughs> all right. Other than that, if you want to find out what happens, you'll have to come back tomorrow. Uh, anyone got anything else? Nope, that's all I had. That's all I have. Tell, no, just kidding. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, if you come back tomorrow, Megan, Mike, and I will be here to see how Dorothy's guesses go. In the meantime, we og. Tiog. Piog. Piog.